Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave, Hyde Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 178 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now let's listen to today's message from Pastor David. When we do it properly, when we do it appropriately, when we do it according to policy or according to protocol, according to plan, if we don't do it accordingly, it's not going to work out. So let's do it the way it is set up. So John agreed with that and they did it. But that was not just a sign of humility and obedience on the part of Jesus. It was also a demonstration of the faith of Jesus. It was a demonstration of the faith of the son in the plan that the father had for him. Because by so doing, by submitting to baptism and by being baptized, he was displaying the death, the burial, and the resurrection that he was going to go through later. Because that, that is baptism. Baptism is what? Baptism is the death, the burial, and the resurrection. So same thing when you give your life to Jesus and identifying with Jesus, you are identifying with what? With his death, with his burial, with his resurrection. And in identifying with his death, you are obviously identifying with his suffering because there is no death without suffering. Jesus Christ did not just die. He suffered to die and in dying and was buried and was raised again. So when you also give your life to Jesus, identify with Jesus, you experience all of that, spiritually speaking. You identify with the sufferings of Jesus, with the death of Jesus, with the burial of Jesus, and with the restoration of Jesus. So the Son of God displayed his faith, showed his faith, the faith he had in the plan of his Father for him. And by so doing, it pleased the Father. That even before he actually went to the cross, he already said, I will do it. He already displayed it. He already dramatized it. He already, you know, demonstrated it. What you're going to do sometime in the future is already showing now. What you're going to become in the future is already being shown now. So, if what you are seeing is not a good picture of what is yet to come, you better change it. You can still change it because it's the way you lay your bed that you're going to sleep in it. 
So, if the bed is not looking good now, if the sheet on it is not very good, if it's dirty, you better change the sheet now. Change the cover now. Because you can still change it. Amen? But if it's looking good now, you can expect that it will look good in the future. You just, just have to continue to walk the path. Amen? Jesus Christ already dramatized, demonstrated, displayed what was going to happen in the future by submitting himself to baptism. Amen. That was, again, not just a sign of humility and obedience which we must have to please the Lord, but it was also a sign of faith. It was a demonstration of faith. Faith in the plan of the Father. Faith in the plan of the Father. Because the Father had a plan. A plan for the Father, a plan for Him. Amen? So, think about this. Again, when we say, oh, God has a plan. It's not a plan for Himself necessarily. Yes, a plan for Himself. But it's also a plan for you because you are His plan. You are His desire. Everything that He does centers on you. It's all about you. Really. It's all about His Son. But you are included. In his son. You are part of the body of Christ. So you are very important to God. It is in the best interest of God to favor you. It is in the best interest of God to do you good, to bless you, to glorify you. Because in so doing, he is glorified. You are his glory. Amen. If God says, you are my glory, I think that's very powerful. You are my glory, the Lord says. You are my glory, the Lord says. Can you say, he is your glory? If he can say, if he is saying, you are my glory, can you say, he is your glory? Can you say, he is your pleasure? Can you say that in him you are well pleased? Can you say that he is your beauty? Can you say that he is your handsomeness? Can you say that he is everything to you? Or are you trying to find some other kind of satisfaction? In life other than God. Amen. You know some of us. Once we gave our life to Christ. As teenagers. As a teenager when I gave my life to Christ. Nothing else mattered. Other than Jesus. It was, not, it was no longer a time to please somebody. To please a girl. It was no longer a time to please somebody. It was a time to please God. Amen. And once my parents knew that. Of course. A free hand was given. Our trust was given. Because again, it's not a matter of perfection. It's a matter of pitch. Where does your life pitch toward? What's the inclination of your life? What's the profile of your life? What is your heart? It's not so much of what is in your hand. What is in your hand is wonderful. Everyone can see that. But much deeper than that and much, import- much more important than that is what is in your heart. Amen. Because really everybody can condemn you with what is in your hand. God can justify you for what is in your heart. Amen. Pleasing God is about the profile of your life. It's about the sum total of your life. It's about the inclination, the tendency of your life. You know, it's about the propensity of your life. The inclination of your life is about the pitch, you know, how do you tend? What, what, is, what is the disposition of your life? That's what is important. It's not, it's not about perfection. It's about what rejoices your heart. What makes you feel good? What is your heart? 
Amen. This is what the Lord is talking to us about. And we're looking at the question of faith in pleasing God. How does faith play into pleasing God? And we say that the Son of God, Jesus, had faith in the plan of his Father for him. And he submitted to the plan. He fully submitted to the plan. If Jesus fully submitted to the plan of God, we need to fully submit to the plan of God for our life. If we submit to the plan of God for our life, we will please God. So the question is, do you have faith in God and in his plan for your life? Do you have faith in God and in his plan for your life? Without faith in God, without faith in God and in his plan for your life, you can't please him. We cannot please anybody on our own terms and conditions. So the scripture says in 11.6, Hebrews 11.6, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. This is very loaded. This is deep. Uh, May the Lord help us to look into this and uh, have our life changed in Jesus' name. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If you're going to come to God, you first of all have to believe that he is. He is existent. And that he is present. He is. He is present. He is existent. He is present. He is current. He is current. He is relevant. God is relevant. Amen? It's not like, oh, that used to be. No, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he that will come to God must believe that he is. He is existent. He is present. He's not away somewhere. He's present right now. And he is current. He's current. He's very relevant. He's not just existent, present, and current. He's also consistent. God is consistent. God doesn't waver. Doesn't go back and forth. You know, God is consistent. And he's not just existent, present, current, consistent. He also said that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He is very considerate and compassionate. If you seek him, you will find him. Amen? If you seek him, you will find him. He said he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Not who diligently seek his things. No, who diligently seek the things that he has. No, the things that he gives. Not diligently seek his resources, but seek the source. Amen. Amen. Those who seek God. Seek God and his righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all other things shall be added unto you. We are not meant to be seeking things. Amen. We are not meant to be seeking money. And these and that. You see, all these things the people of the world run after. What should we seek? Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all other things shall be added unto you. Amen. Amen. Very, very important. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without humility, it is impossible to please God. We already said that. Without obedience, it is impossible to please God. However, without money... You can please God. Amen. You don't need money to please God. And you don't need a degree to please God. You don't need education to please God. You don't need beauty to please God. So without money, without education, without beauty, without handsomeness, without 
your gorgeous, beautiful clothes, without a husband, without a wife, without children, without a job, without a car, without a home. You can still please God. Amen? But without faith, you can't please God. But without faith, you can't please God. What is this faith? What is, what, what is this faith? The true gospel of Jesus is not a gospel of faith for pleasure. The true gospel of Jesus is not a gospel of faith for pleasure, but faith for pleasing God. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778, extension 2. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.